mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Well, welcome home, family. Uh, it's your mom and dad. Yes. <laughs> and you can Lee. turn that down. <laughs> I was like, was there that we a, go. Was it was a little longer, longer a little longer. I was like, did I come do. in hot or was no? I... You did not come in hot. I put in the wrong one. It was a little uh, longer than it should have been. Oh, got it, got it, got it. I was like, wow. I feel like we've been doing this for quite some time now, and I'm typically right yeah, on point. I, know. I was starting to question my musicality. So thanks for having me do yeah, that. Yeah, because I was morning. gonna you mom dad, <laughs> and then you know. I think Creed's back, by the way. Oh, wow. I saw a video, and he was like in a cafe, and he's just like, yeah! And I was like, dang, get it. Back it's a, from uh, SeaWorld? I, I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, he plays. Yeah, it's not great. And no, no, also, it's not good. <laughs> also, that type of, like, like a, yeah! remember the 90s? There was a lot of bands that had that voice. That's that's a real tough, like, cafe voice. Oh, you mean like if you're sitting at a cafe? Yeah, you're just like, oh, there, there's some nice music going on in the background, and it just starts off like, and it was always kind of heavy, too. And all of a sudden, he's just like, yeah! And you're like, okay, this is like, how do you start with that band? You know what I mean? Like, you got to go right to stadiums, because that's not a good, like, cafe, work no, out your material I'm like, vibe. I'm wanting to hear, like, some quiet singer-songwriter music in and a cafe. And he's just like, journal share my mail! And you're like, God! Yeah, yeah the cafe open mic. Yeah, it's not the cafe open mic vibe. <laughs> just, your coffee cups and utensils are rumbling. Yeah, he's just like, God, in my I want to You're like, it's like this man has a thousand voices. You're like... <laughs> Anyway, well, good welcome morning. back, family. We we're are officially home. we're we're back in the studio. We're back in our home. Lee, we missed you last week when we did our hometown app yeah, from our house. I've been in the studio this whole time. Yeah, Lee never left. We just woke him up from his cryo chamber. Is that what it is? Cryo chamber. Yeah, yeah, like the Han Solo. Crack. We just we opened like, it. We're like, hi, Lee. <laughs> and he's like, whoa, well, you guys have been gone for longer than normal. <laughs> You're like, was it one night? We're like, no, it was a week. <laughs> We just keep Lee in the studio. <laughs> so Lee just lives here. And we he just get a text from him every four days. Like, are we recording soon? No, we're actually going to be out of town. He's like, okay, I'll go back in the chamber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we missed you, Lee. We I missed you. you well, we are back in the studio. The air is pumping because yeah. it is hot outside. We are pumping. <laughs> we will be talking about pumping because it is fantasy. It's pumping sweetie. outside, inside. Everything is pumping. Everything is pumping. We're we're going over fantasy suite week recap for the Bachelorette. Yes. What an unbelievable episode! I was shocked, shocked to my core. Seriously, like I, I wasn't expecting it. I was not expecting it. It was, it, it, we'll get into it. It was just yeah. a sudden turn. I was just like, what just happened? You know me, last week during the end when we were making our guesstimations, I was like, I think maybe Xavier is going to be the slow burn. And I think yeah. even though I'm assuming it's going to be Dotton, maybe he's going to take this whole thing. And then I'm like, well, I guess my radar was off this season. And my her goodness. radar was correct. And her radar was correct. Yes, indeed. But you know what I did miss? I will tell you this. I did miss, and you don't know it till it's gone, but I did miss hearing Zach Shalcross call it sex week. Mm. I did really miss that. And I all of a sudden had a thought about 
I wish that last season when he was calling it sex week that he always just would spell it out instead of saying it and be like, you know, S-E-X week. Oh, did he <laughs> like, do that? Or you're no. saying you wish? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I bet he started that way. And then the producers were like, can you just please say it? And he's like, fine. If you want me to sin, I guess that's what you pay me for is to sin. Can you imagine? No, he's, he's, he's going to do that thing where he doesn't even S-E-X. He just goes. <laughs> like you know, it's like when you're talking about someone and they're close by, you're just like, you know what? But his voice is so deep that when he whispers, you can't even hear yeah. what he's saying. It, it just rumbles. Only the earth. dogs can hear him. <laughs> <laughs> and that's part of my communication is skills, is that it's all so deep that it's straight to your brain. <laughs> and this is this has been documented by many scientists. Don't ask questions of who or where or whatever but it's been documented that my voice is so low that it goes into your soul immediately <laughs> and that's just science that's nothing i can do that's why i'm so good at sales is i i talk to your subconscious with his bare just you know it's like the internet these days though you know what i mean it's like all the people just talking about their success or whatever is it just like they just make up shit they're like <laughs> the, i saw this guy the other day he's like if you want to be relaxed you just hold your thumb <laughs> And then you hold your thumb for a while, and then you're relaxed. And I was just like, "All right, this is getting too crazy." Like, I think there is something about like the nerve yeah, endings. Yeah, or I don't know. But you I know, have just, tried to do stuff like that, yeah. and it really didn't help me. But maybe yeah, you ever I'm on the edge of a mental breakdown? Just hold your thumb, and it'll all just go away. <laughs> I'm out here trying everything. You're just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm out here trying it all, trying it all. But anyway. But yes, I did. I did just have the the tickling concept and idea of him spelling out mm. sex instead of saying it, and I do wish he would have done that. Frick, exactly. It's the same type of thing, you know. He worked his way into yes. saying Sex. "fuck" eventually, oh, though. Yeah, yeah remember, remember mm-hmm. when they were having to bleep him out, and all of a sudden he was kind of like feeling loose, and I'm like, "Yes, yeah, Zach, you're feeling free. You're feeling loose." Uh-huh. I would have loved if he would have just started always just spelling sex, and then eventually just been like "sex weeks," pumping, <laughs> slamming. Yeah, <laughs> like Zach. Whoa. Like, dude, Jill. It's like, you know, it's like you, you get excited, you kind of, it's something new, and yeah, then yeah, you yeah. end up like just, it's like when someone, do you remember when you were younger, and no one was cussing, you know, you're like 13, 12, and then like 14, kind of people start cussing a lot, Yeah. and then like, it's just way over the top, though. <laughs> it's just like, because it's like fun, it's like they've kind of like allowed themselves to swear, they're not allowed yeah. to swear at home, but at school with their friends on like the blacktop, they're able to like, kind of throw it out. And it's just unnecessary amounts of swearing. I just remember that. Like, I remember there was a moment when, like, there was a summer we didn't swear, and there was a summer where everyone was just letting it rip. And it was just like, we're fucking the best. Like, we're rock stars now. Like, we're insane. I just, like, <laughs> we were at the beach the other day, and we were, like, playing in the water, and there were some, like, yeah, 12-year-old boys running around. They were just like, oh, hell yeah. And they were just, like, dropping swear. We're like, out of nowhere. Like, the friend would hit a wave, and he'd be like, yeah. And he just, like, dropped seven F-bombs. And it was like, okay, he's new. He's excited to be a part of this, you know. He's dancing in the waves. Yeah, he's like, I'm a rock star. Time. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's Zach in my that's heart. Zach, yeah, in my yeah. heart, in my fantasies. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I want to get into this episode because there are so many things that I want to talk about. I feel like there's some definitely polarizing pieces of this episode. Um, But before... I didn't watch it, so you'll have to tell me what happened. Okay, good. Good to know. Good to know. (laughs) (laughs) So what happened? Um, But before we get into the episode, Mm -hmm. I do have some Bachelor Nation news that we do have to discuss. First of all, 
Jerry Gary Turner, a.k.a. our Golden Bachelor, a post was sent out by Jesse Palmer himself with him and Jerry Gary Turner in front of the mansion declaring that the filming has officially started. So we are on our way. It's official. They're not pulling the plug on us, you know. I haven't been this excited in a long time. Me too. And you know what really? Because it's unprecedented. We're not going to we're going to see some stuff we've never seen. He, like these people have not been in the dating scene. Like probably, probably most of them have not been like. Like even he confesses to like, have not been like. You know, when, you, when you're talking about the 20 year olds, these people are on dates every other well, week. They're apps. warmed up. I mean, I I agree with you and I disagree with you. Like my mom's friends, I mean, they're, they're hitting up there. dates true. every That's night. True. They're living on those apps. But point baby. is, I think there's gonna be like a big mix. You're gonna see some people that have clearly gone on a million people who are maybe like recently divorced who haven't gone on a date in 30 years. Yeah, and we're gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see people who have not dated for like a decade just like start this. But you know what revved my engine big time what? is when Jesse Palmer posted that photo. It was outside the mansion because what I wasn't sure about is I'm like, okay, they're giving us the Golden Bachelor, but is it going to be wildly different from the typical premise of the show? Are they going to have it somewhere else? Is it going to be, I don't know. I just, I could imagine what are you smirking about? (laughs) We're here at Horizon Senior Care Center. With the Golden Bachelor, <laughs> and we're like, whoa! Well, that's the thing. And Jerry Gary's like, dude, I, I'm. He's like, 60. I have my own I don't place. Know what you're like, I like, 72, 72. 70, oh shoot, seventy two. That but, guy looks unreal. I know, incredible. But, but. You don't know. I don't yeah. know with ABC sometimes. You know, sometimes I, I wouldn't be shocked if all of a sudden they change location and be like, well, it's a brand new type of show. So we're sure. going to be doing it a different style. Better not. So they have it outside the mansion, which, okay, what I want to know and my brain is just, oof, it immediately started spinning, is in the mansion, the sleeping situation, from what I'm aware of, is still like bunk bed style. Mm. Like, these rooms are crammed, (laughs) the mansion is not nice inside, and it is tight bunk beds. I'm like, can you imagine being in your 60s you're like i've had my my home for a long time i have the comforts of my home you know uh whether it's small and quaint or large whatever but i have my space yes. i have my my space and now i'm getting shoved in a summer camp bunk bed situation with a bunch of other 60s sharing bathrooms <laughs> like when was the last time a 65 year old woman shared a bathroom with like seven people that's what i'm saying months. that's what i'm saying like it's going to be Immediately, they're going to be annoyed with each other. I'm like, is there going to? I'm like, is this going to result in some wild ass drama? Well, I mean, look at the housewives. To go from like not having to live like that to be having to live like that at that age would put anyone on it. Because this is what I remember. I remember that pivotal time in our lives when we would be like, you know, going with friends, and you'd go. Uh, to a cabin for a week. Sure. And, and I 14 of you. 14 of you in two bedrooms. And I was like, yeah, we party. It's awesome. I remember the year, and I think we were probably like 23 or 24, where we did that with our friends. And like on the second night, and we were all shoved in one room, and I kind of looked at you and I go... This doesn't feel like a vacation anymore. Like now I'm at this point where I'm like, I need my own space a little bit. If I'm taking time off work and paying for something. I think we're all set on this. So I'm just imagining, you know, like you brought up the housewives, obviously, you know, that's a pretty intense energy. But when they go on vacations, it's always the showdown for who gets the best room. And we're talking all these rooms are luxury like yeah. you know they're staying in the most incredible like spaces yeah. and it's like we're gonna fight for the massive room and if they get a smaller room that's still 
stunning. Uh-huh. They're pissed. Uh-huh. Okay. But with this situation, I'm just wondering if they're doing a different setup. Maybe getting the ladies hotel rooms because that just feels like, you know, you nah. reach a certain age. We need to, we need to put pressure cooker. <laughs> we need them to snap. But anyway, just a thought, just a thought. Um, but I cannot wait for that. I am so excited. And like I said, Jesse Palmer's the one who posted him and Jerry yeah. Gary Turner. We're seeing that we're going to hear from Jerry Gary Turner, I believe, next week at the Men Tell All, which I'm Is thrilled Jerry, about. Are, they, are, uh, are we talking two J's or two G's or one J, one G? Well, it's... Um, Is it Jerry with a J and then Gary with a G? Okay, so it's it's Gary... But it's spelled G E R R Y. Right. But then which is G- why I call him Jerry Gary. So Turner. then we need to call him GGT. GGT, baby. <laughs> GGT sounds like sick, by the way. That sounds, I don't know who that is, but GGT, like that guy, like did some sick stuff in the 90s. Like, do you listen to GGT albums? Or, like, oh, did you ever watch that? G- did you ever watch GGT in that movie? Like, GGT is sick. It feels good. It feels good. Well, GGT's. Probably good. It looks like it's going to be on the men tell all. So we're finally going to hear from him. Have and a hot like, seat you moment. Guys, <laughs> you guys should absolutely be nicer to each other. And we're all just like, you don't get it. What if he's super- we're insane. What if he is supervising the men tell all? I love that. That would be everything. That would be everything. But we looks like we get a hot seat with him. Um, and he's making I'm some really excited. Some like funny comments about not knowing he's what like he was like whatever. yeah you were trending on twitter he's like if i knew what that was i'm sure i'd be excited <laughs> i like him. jesse's like I you gotta like monetize your audience you gotta go after him you gotta start selling merch <laughs> he goes like what's merch <laughs> but jesse palmer i'm excited to see jesse palmer and ggt in this season together i just can already feel the energy of jesse palmer you know, yeah. wanting to be so close with GGT and being like, I am your Father son, figure. please adopt me. Yeah. You know, we might have another uh, a Zach situation, except it's not like brothers for life. It's, this time it's, you know, father son vibes. Uh, it's daddy. <laughs> yeah, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's just like, hold me. <laughs> Absolutely, daddy. Absolutely, daddy. Okay. Next in Bachelor news. Gabby Windy, um, one of our past bachelorettes, officially announced that she is in a relationship. As you recall, she broke up with Eric a Mm -hmm. hot minute ago. Mm -hmm. Um, She is in a relationship with a woman. Yes, we love it. She is in a relationship with Robbie Hoffman, who is a comedian and TV writer. And Gabby was posting, after she announced it, posting clips of her on uh, The View where she made the announcement running backstage afterwards and Robbie was waiting for her and wow. they were like jumping into each other's arms and they were so cute wow, together. Congrats. So congratulations congrats. I love to the Gabby. idea of like Robbie. I love the idea of Robbie being like a writer on The Bachelor oh, and like wow. and like them catching each other's eye yes. during ITMs. Oh my God, I <laughs> and love And then like a romance idea. developing and then Gabby over time being like, Actually, I'm not interested in anyone on the show, and just knowing that like that's gonna happen. Oh my god, I that's love my that. I love, I love that. I love. I mean, yeah. now I don't think Robbie was a writer. Well, on the I'm show, just saying. But I'm I do love saying. that fanfic. Yeah, it's, I it's do a love fan. That. Yeah, I'll write that story. I love that fanfic. But this is then a reminder. This is time. This is the reminder. ABC producers of the show. We want a queer bachelor or bachelorette season. Mm-hmm. Please. 
please, please, That'd please. It is time. There have it's been absolutely time. It is absolutely time. Please, for the love of God, there are numerous contestants who have come on this show who have come out since. Like, yes. please give us what we want. It is time. We need to see it for the love of God. But absolutely. congratulations to Gabby and Robbie. Yes, we absolutely. love it. We love it. Um, all right. Lastly, mm-hmm. in not as happy news, mm-hmm. um, Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tartik uh, broke up yeah. or announced their breakup recently. Um, and just sending love to them. Dude, breaking up publicly, brutal. I've never done it. You I know? mean, with having like we'll a... see <laughs> everyone. Okay. Uh, no, but I'm just saying like... <laughs> Could you imagine? Like that's that's like that announcement, and then knowing like what's gonna come with it, and like oh, that's gotta be. It's like you're already so stressed about breaking up in general, and then you gotta deal with like everything that might come with it, and the choosing of the sides, and the rumors, and the this and the that. Like I know, whatever, man. That's tough for anybody. We've talked about it before, but the idea of like having to break up in the public eye. Especially after years, it's like I, I truly can't imagine. And people, and that's one thing, even too, if it's like you break up because you have your own personal relationship, but the fact that like you guys met and everyone knows your story and knows you per- knows you publicly from day one, yeah. and they're very invested. Yeah, that's tough. And this is just one of those moments where um, I haven't listened to the podcast, but I saw, I just saw that she um, dropped a podcast episode where I think she's addressing some of it. Um, but these are, I know, it's people that we're seeing on online. Um, that we've watched on our television, but like these are real people yeah. who have private lives and boundaries, and just to be like kind online and to not make assumptions and and just let people process. Like I, I listen, I totally understand. There's the curiosity. Yeah, I mean, I'm so guilty of it a million times, being like <clears throat> speculating everything. Be curious but, if you want, but be nice. I think that's the message. Yeah, right? and then, but just but just be also, nice. you know, this is the time. And I know Caitlin had posted too that she's going off social media because she needs that for her mental health. It's just like this is their relationship, and yes, they are public figures, but a relationship is sacred and it's yeah. private, and it has. There's boundaries there, so just to be to be kind and and supportive and and loving through this process with yeah. everyone. And you know, I was thinking too. They posted like a joint statement, and so um, you know, from the joint statement, it looks like you know there's the heartbreak over the breakup, yeah. but they seem like they have so much respect for each other still, and that they really care about each other. And I don't know, it just it just gave me. I was thinking about, and I don't know who this quote was from, but I remember reading a quote when like two big celebrities or something broke up that one of the celebrities said um, something along the lines of realizing that not looking sometimes at these breakups or ended relationships as a failure, but like look at the success of what they are. And I don't know, when I was reading Jason and Caitlin's statement, I was thinking about how, you know, obviously have no idea what went on behind the scenes, but with their statement, just saying that they have the respect and love for each other, that um, just seeing, you know, looking at the relationship um, as an outsider of like, wow, you know, they were processing all of this, going through the years of their relationship publicly, and they've always been so gracious and lovely, and yeah, I don't know. I just was thinking about it a lot. Good luck to them. Sending so much love to them through this process, and be loving and kind through everything. If you don't have something nice to say, don't (laughs) say anything at all. Except for us. We can say whatever we want. That's the only difference. There's a universal... 
exception, and that's us. Just kidding. <laughs> um, should we get into this? Yes, should please. we get into Let's this? Rock and roll. Okay, our fantasy suite episode with sex charity week. sex pump week pump week. <laughs> okay i have to ask you a question first yeah. fantasy suite mm. if you're the lead you're going in and you are able to tell the producers you have like essentially a rider beforehand right where you can say these are the things i'm gonna need in my yeah. fantasy suite what mm-hmm. would be in your dungeon. rider <laughs> full-blown dungeon um just get it out of the way early just be like just so you know I've rented out this entire, this three room, we're full blown dungeon and you gotta be just, we're going wild. No, what do I need? Um, Gatorade. You know what I mean? This is unbelievable. Gatorade. I regret asking. (laughs) (laughs) A towel to wipe my brow. Basically a performance package. You know what I mean? Like give me like a, give me like a gym bag. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna need a mini gym set up so that I can be absolutely pumping iron beforehand. I'm gonna be so what I'm gonna like- need is I'm gonna need a personal trainer to stretch me out. <laughs> Cause I'm intense, all right. I'm an athlete in there. <laughs> Listen, man. You think Michael Phelps doesn't take care of himself in between? All right, you gotta. I mean, I my body is a temple. All right. I am a athlete. I'm an Olympian. And then everyone who comes out of my fantasy is like, well, um, <laughs> they were like, they were like, um, it was fun while it lasted, I guess. Uh, and then I come out and I was just like, another gold medal for me. <laughs> uh, okay. Enough of the jokes. This is not a fun <laughs> podcast. This is an informational podcast. Uh, what do I need? Yes. Um,. What, what do you mean? What do I need? Like, like I, I, I believe. Like candles? Yeah, like, like okay, I believe okay. beforehand they're like, here, what what would you like in your fantasy suite to make you feel the most comfortable? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, probably. You know what I'd probably want to do? I'd probably think about each person and mm. think about what they would like. I Set know, yourself up so, for success. You're so thoughtful, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I'd probably be like, oh, this person is like got a more fun and crazy like um energy so it'd be like some fun music and a more of like a yeah playful a playful vibe and this person's kind of more thoughtful and contemplative so maybe we'll do like some candles and some moody music you know i like that i like that you're like and this person loves to club and then i just be like i'm gonna need a strobe light yeah i'm gonna need a ball hanging from the you know what i mean that's <laughs> like set me up. I, I, you know, I hadn't gone. Uh, you didn't quite, go that deep. No, quite as thoughtful as you, and oh, I appreciate what did you that. Go? No, I was just thinking about myself. <laughs> so I was like, what would I need? I was like, I would need so many snacks. I would snacks. need so many snacks. So you would, much you know, I know what you would like. Mm-hmm. You'd love nachos to be at the door post coitus. Oh, a thousand percent. You know what I mean? There's so nothing. there's kind of like a hanging out watching a show. You're like, watch a show, and like we should watch a show and eat nachos. Yeah, I would. I want a show in there, and I want post not. You're. Yeah. Uh, this is why we've been married for yes, so long. Yes, exactly. Um. Yeah. I. I'm not into food play, so I would not right. request any food beforehand. During. during. It's not my vibe so much. But after, I would like a feast. 
Um, I would definitely, you know, I'd be like requesting some drinks. I don't know if they let them have music, but music 1000%. I would prefer some music um, because, you know, it's not even about having music during sex. I'm not even like a big let's pump the music during sex. It's setting the mood. It's a setting the mood. You know me. And when we go to a restaurant, like, you know, is my most favorite. The one thing that can really screw me up in my brain is because I'm like very auditory. Mm I need mute like I need music playing in the background uh, at a restaurant. Uh, when you walk into a restaurant and there's no music, uh, my anxiety. I, I'm so on edge. Yeah. I'm like I need mood music. So I'm like you've already made me go through this process where I have to have dates and conversations yes. for hours with this person in dead silence. Brutal. So for the and love no, of no God, no ambiance too. Just cameras pointed at you by yourself sitting at a small table. Like exactly. Br- how do you how that's so brutal. I got to hand it to all these people who are able to get like deep. Oh yeah. It's like gnarly. It's really incredible. It de- definitely takes special special personalities. Yeah. Um but I'm like I I would need the music pumping yes. in the fantasy suite at least while we're talking. Love that. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, I feel like I'm just very hyper focused on the snacks after, yeah. or you know, that, that's assuming that I would decide to end up sleeping with the person, which it just really depends on who the person would be. Um, snacks during if we're just chatting. Oh, interesting, kind of a mid coitus snack. No, no, no. If we're not, oh. Oh, it doesn't matter oh, whether just, or not we're so we're making like, love. Yeah, just make sure there's snacks on hand. I just need snacks. Love it. Available at all times. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. There's oh, you know else. what else? You mm. know what? Maybe one of those like books or those card games where it's like get to know you. If for some oh. reason it does get awkward in the fantasy suite and I'm like, this is not the person who I'm going to end up with. And yes. now that we're alone, I'm finding out that like we are not really vibing. I'd like some inspo to pass the time where I can ask them like those random questions. Oh. But I don't have to use all of my energy because I have a date the next day that I got to save up my energy for that. I'm like, let's yes. just answer some of these you know, cards to get to know you type See, I think vibe. what I would do if I needed to get out of it is I would take some sort of, like, enema pill. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you you're like, the hard way. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And then there's nothing you could do as opposed to, like, oh, my God, is that my friend? They're calling. You can't do that. Yeah, you so know. So instead of enduring it, I'm going to pull the parachute. Yeah, you know what? And be like, oh, I don't know what's happening. And I slip the pill when this is, like, brutal and it's not fun. Slip the pill and then be like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I think sure. I ate something weird. You know what I mean? And then you're just you're you know ejected from the awkwardness. I guess I can't endure awkwardness for very long. I know. you. So you'd, if I got there and it's 11 p.m. and I know we have to do the whole night of hanging out and talking. And it's not going smoothly. And it's not going well. I'm, I'm taking a pill to, like, make me sick. You know what? Uh, we could both just be mature in this situation and be like, just tell the no. person it's not working. No, 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 no. No, just diarrhea, (laughs) diarrhea, parachute. (laughs) It's the only way. (laughs) I have like a diarrhea pill, and I go, and they're like, "Oh no!" And then it's like, I'm in the toilet, and they're like, "Sorry, sorry." Anyway, that's just an idea. I'm just throwing out ideas. No possible way that we could use mature communication. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're like, sorry, I just can't date you because it's just too bad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> they getting to the episode. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm sorry, I keep getting distracted. But one other thing I do have to say that I noted that makes me laugh 
every single season. Every single season is when at the end of the day and the dinner, the lead hands over the date card, or the excuse me, the fantasy suite card. I think I know where you're going with this. That it's always signed by I Jesse. wrote I wrote a note. <laughs> it's I wrote a note by the host. The host and the fact I mean obviously a PA or someone writes it, but it's the fact that it's like you had a beautiful day. Are you ready to go have a sexy sexy night and take my offer of this key? Ooh la la, ooh la la. I will signed. be watching. <laughs> you know, it's just like it's got that energy. It's like I wrote, literally so wrote a note that says I, I would love to hear from anyone else other than Jesse. Like, give me anonymous, give me nothing. There doesn't need to be signed from anybody. It just could be a note. It could be from her. How about that? Because that's the person giving. That'd be like if on our anniversary, I handed you a letter from my father being like, it has meant so much to Evan that you, your marriage and, you know, when you gave birth to his child, it meant so much to him. And it's just like, why is Jesse signing this? It doesn't have to have a signature. It doesn't have a signature, it dude. It doesn't have a signature. It just makes me laugh. So also, hard. why doesn't she just ask him? Why do we have to hand her a weird well, note? Well, it's part of the tradition of the sure, show. Why it's does it have to be like, oh, the tradition. Part of my contract is I want my name on the screen, and that's the way I'd like to do All it. All I'm asking is if we're going to continue this tradition, that what we're going to need is a moment where we see a little, um, like, while the contestant is reading the note, that we see you know, a little like pop in a circle just of Jesse's face and then he reads it. He's like, oh, Are you gonna do it? <laughs> are I just you need him do it? I just need him reading the note, like him almost popping in and then having him almost like the sunshine with his face come in and be like, I know you had a like wonderful that, like day. Like that today. old Snapchat filter when exactly. you, you got like a sun around your face. Exactly, where Jesse just pops in and you see the contestant in the lead and their mouths are moving, but then Jesse pops in like the sun and is just like, I know you had a beautiful day in Fiji today, guys. I just want to know, are you ready to accept this fantasy sweet key and enjoy your night together? Your bodies <laughs> are the last horizon to traverse. Are you ready? That's all you I'm asking You have my for. blessing. It's like, what? See, they could even do a little, little, like a little super cut where like you see Charity on her balcony writing the note. Yeah. Wondering if she's going to give it to him. And yeah. then she hands it to him. Not Jesse writing it on the toilet. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's going to... You know what I mean? It's like, obviously he didn't write it, but I'm saying the vibe is that. You know what I mean? It just makes me laugh that they still have a signature. Like, yes. why isn't it just a note? You know? <laughs> yeah. Just a statement card. Just an invitation. <sighs> Anywho, couldn't get over that. Anyway. But they are in Fiji. Which I thought at first they were going to psych us out. I thought that like straight up they were going to be like, Fiji, visit Fiji.com. Anyway, we're in Cleveland this week. And I'm going to be like, <laughs> like no! I literally thought for a second like they were going to psych us out and be like, just an ad for Fiji, and then they were going to be back to like, you know, yeah, we didn't some think normal was, town in America. We didn't think it was going to be like... Back to Oceanside, because yeah. they gave us such a great deal on the on the hotel. We know how much you all loved Oceanside, so we're going back. The Fiji of America, basically, according to us. We were going to go to Fiji, but Jesse Palmer is still in Oregon looking for Bigfoot, so we're going to be going back there. We have not located him. If you have any information on Jesse Palmer, please contact this number. <laughs> or if you see a man in a costume walking around parks scaring your children, please call this number. 1-800-JESSE-PALMER. 
Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> but they did it. They went to Fiji. Yeah. They certainly Looked saved amazing. all that budget. Fiji, oh my God. Dude. Absolutely stunning. <sighs> absolutely stunning. Charity was looking absolutely gorgeous this whole yes. episode. The glow, the looks, everything was just fantastic. And at the beginning, we see her and Jesse chatting, and we kind of hear her processing her fears. Obviously, um, it, Xavier continues to be where she's like, he reminds mm-hmm. me of my ex. my ex. And I had this confirmation on the um, hometown date, but yeah. uh, I felt better during the hometown date, but there are still questions that need to be answered. Her concern with Dotton is that he's too good to be true. Yes. Which I understand that too, because I'm like, this man is absolute perfection. Even Jesse says that there's kind of like, is there something wrong here? Like, <laughs> what's like, the his issue? His family is perfection. He's just a 10 out of 10. Um, and then Joey, she's like, you know, she didn't even seem that, didn't seem concerned about Joey, no. which I thought it was going to be a little more of like post the Uncle Joe conversation. It would be more of a question, but at least from what we're getting as the audience, it seemed like Joey is the one who she's feeling really solid about, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which I was surprised. Yes. After last week, I was Mm -hmm. surprised. Um, So her first one-on-one is with Xavier, and they end up having their own private island moment. It is absolutely incredible. And then they have a group of Fijian culture leaders come out and they're in the Mm -hmm. traditional clothing and they're saying that they're going to be doing uh, rituals and ceremonial practices from a traditional Fijian wedding um, and you know charity. Which is kind of intense I mean right? It's kind of like a pre-wedding in a way. Well you know you you look at the producers and you go you set this up specifically for Xavier. Yes. You know the one guy who's you nervous. feeling the pressure. <laughs> yeah. You know the one guy that's nervous about the, the full time commitment and we're like let's do a whole wedding ceremony <laughs> yeah. with you. Yeah. <laughs> so they put him in that situation and he even says in the ITMs he's like I'm having fun, but this date has some serious undertones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're watching the nervousness happen. Yes. And I will say, in comparison to the energy that we saw last week, I had said on last week's episode, I'm like, Xavier seemed different during last week's episode. It's like he was home, he was comfortable, yeah. relaxed, and way more like giddy and smiley. And from the top of this episode, the seriousness was yeah. oozing. Getting right into when they were talking, you know, during the during the ceremony. Yes. Uh, it was just like so they, you know, they had that moment where they were like, "Okay, you guys say something to each other." Yes. You know, as like a professional love or something. And she's like, "You know, you make me my best self, and you make me want to bloom into this person." Blah, blah blah. Kind of a more classic like lovey thing to say. And then he goes, "You're like a flower. I don't want to." crush or something like that and it was like you're a delicate flower i don't want to crush when i pick you up yeah it was funny because like it was it was classic like i wasn't expecting to do this i'm a little nervous and i don't know what to say and i'm trying to sound poetic a little bit and then she's like so i could take this two ways either that he's trying to protect me or he might crush me (laughs) like i don't know exactly how to take that you know what I mean? Like, I have the power to crush you, but I will decide not to. Like, it was a funny... Because he, he, what he tried to do, it was a classic move. Like, he tried to tie into her analogy to be like, oh, well, you were saying you're a flower and that you're going to bloom, so then I'm going to be the 
person who picks the flower but won't crush you. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, was, it was a moment where it was like, like, I have decided not to stomp on that flower and destroy it and pick it and show it mercy. And she's like, okay. No, I love you. <laughs> I loved though that she had that moment in the ITMs like, where it was a like, little strange. Okay, um, I, I think I'm hearing what he's saying, but yeah. I also don't know how I feel about what the undertones are right. of what he is communicating. Um, and she goes into the night portion. She's like, Xavier, I need to find out. Is it yes or no? Like, are Where you are ready you or are you not ready? And, you know, again, through this whole process, we've been having a lot of conversations with um, the two of them together. And then also her in the ITMs talking about, again, how he really reminds her of her ex-boyfriend. And obviously her ex and Xavier are two different people, but there's this feeling that she's getting and the intuition is like there is just something there. And again, I was, I ended up just being so shocked and dismayed. And one of the things that I've loved so much about this season is that I've been wrong a lot. Mm. I've been wrong. I will say I saw Joey and Dotton being at the very end, but yeah. I think that's pretty universal. So you were kind <laughs> of a Xavier. You kind of really liked Xavier. So I that mean, was kind of something that was... I just was... There was something about Xavier where I felt like when I would see Charity with him, I was getting the vibe that I was like, oh, I think she's really into him. Yes. I think she is very attracted to him, but her her intuition light is going off yeah. because he's reminding her of this ex-partner and she's just feeling iffy about these certain things, but she really likes him. Yeah. So that's where I thought I could see, because in past seasons, sometimes the person who ends up being the final choice is the one who's a little more like under the radar and a little more of the slow burn. I feel like that happens sometimes. Yeah. Um, and that's like the show's production, you know, trying to do a, a switch up on yeah, us. You're right. So I was thinking maybe, I think most everyone was like, obviously it's not going to be Xavier. I was kind of of the camp of, I think maybe they're trying to pull one over on us and it might end up being slow burn Xavier. Yes. I was wrong. <laughs> you were a little wrong. I was a little wrong. Um, what were your thoughts on the convo? I feel like this conversation and especially, you know, Xavier obviously has been a fan favorite from the beginning mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like this conversation, I feel like there's going to be, and I don't know, I haven't like been diving into the dialogue online yet but is going to be a, a big polarizing split yeah. with people. He made a really big mistake. Yes. And people might come at me for this. I, th I believe people can absolutely change. Yes. And I've known numerous people in my life who have cheated and had affairs mm -hmm. and came back and did a lot of self-work and changed that direction. Um, I'm trying to piece together with Xavier when and how he brought it up mm. where I'm like, was he nervous that this was, if he did end up going all the way with charity, that this was eventually going to come out like that his ex would speak out. Let's just say him and charity walk away from this together, that then it might come out and be disastrous. Was he 
almost using it as a way to remove himself because he's been 50-50 in this process for a while and questioning whether, you know, like he says, there's his head and his heart. Or was this him being like, I'm going to be fully transparent with her and just be absolutely honest because I know this is something that's a big trigger for her. Or was it like, yeah, those were my processes with Mm. the way, the timing of when he brought it up and that he brought it up. Again, I know people might come for me, but I I have to say, I mean, obviously I, I do not respect the act of what happened, but I do appreciate the fact that he was eventually honest about it and it wasn't behind closed doors. Um, that's really scary to say it in front of cameras. He could have waited for the fantasy suite, um, but he did say it in front of the camera yeah. uh, to her. But then on the flip side, the process of, I know they were just getting to know each other, but on their first one-on-one date when him and Charity did begin to have that conversation and she opened up to him about how she had been cheated on many times over a six-year relationship and how honesty is so important to her then he related to her and said I've also been such a giver in a relationship and then you know she felt in a safe place there and then this comes out later and clearly he knows like he mentioned this is a trigger for her and this is something that you know she's communicated from the beginning there's been two things that you know charity's been really communicative about and that's number one that she wants to walk away here from here engaged and she's made that very clear which i think has been fantastic and that she is not going to be with someone like how she was in the past yeah and i think my other big thought just a quick side note again before we dive into the details is that i was truly blown away with how she handled this so graciously just she was just phenomenal she could have freaked on him she also could have there's so many things that could have happened right she could have not asked questions she there were so many things in the way she handled it was incredible yeah i mean personally it's one of those things that i thought about at first and i was like trying to understand that then i kind of came to the conclusion if i'm being honest with you that like i'm having a really hard time finding much of the good when it comes to xavier and how he approached this like at first i was like oh he's being honest that's cool blah 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 but then i was like no, because there was multiple times for him to be honest, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. You chose the fantasy suites, which is like the basically the end of the road almost. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it felt like lame in the way that you were basically hoping to get further into the relationship before you dropped a bomb so that it was harder to break up and maybe you had more of a chance to keep it together as opposed to if you dropped that earlier, you know that you would have been gone. Yeah. So I felt like that was kind of lame. Second of all, when they got into the conversation and he admitted to cheating multiple times and then there was this kind of like it's hard for me like what if I'm on a vacation with people <laughs> and I'm kind of going like it's one thing to say like for me I appreciate when someone says it's hard for me to commit to you it's hard for me to be in an exclusive relationship mm-hmm. until I've decided that we are at that level that I want to be in an exclusive relationship but he was kind of saying when we're in an exclusive relationship, I have to see how serious this is, serious this is. like if we're going to get married, if I'm not going to cheat on you or not. And so for me, it was like, there's no excuse for breaking someone's trust. There's no excuse for cheating. There's excuse for leaving. Like you can leave people. You can decide to not get serious with someone. You can break things off. You can do all that. But cheating is like a straight up break of trust. 
So there's no excuse for that. So there's no like, it's going to be hard for me. I don't know if I can handle Like, there's none of that to me. It's like you either don't do it or you do it. But like, there's no like, and then at the end of it, he was like, I need to see more. It's like until I don't cheat on you. Like, it was just such a weird yeah. thing. And so for me, it was really hard because at first I was like, he's being honest about where he's coming from and all. And then it started to get really weird when she was basically giving him so much leeway. She was saying to him, like, well, are you serious now? And I'm willing to even the fact that this is like a deal breaker for me, basically. I'm, I'm willing to forgive that if you're willing to make the to work to to not do this. And he's kind of like, we'll see. And I was just kind of like, it almost just felt like there was a guy that should have been sent home night two that somehow made it to the end. Mm, interesting. Yeah, no, like I, the I, stuff I, he's I, saying is like, yeah, oh, if yeah. you would have said that to anyone on the panel early days, they would have all been like talked, told her immediately I and mean, like this guy's he doesn't know if he wants to not cheat he doesn't even know if he's serious like he would have been gone night two yeah for the stuff he was saying to her tonight yeah that was my problem was like she was right in the way that she felt like this guy is giving me a, like i really like him but at the same time he's giving me like i'm not really an, i'm not really getting everything up front here and then he lays out what is what he's really vibing on and it's like not anywhere near where you should be when you're getting ready to get engaged to someone. Oh, for so, sure. Like she has to prove to him why he shouldn't cheat. Like that was just insane to me. Like yeah. I was like, am I missing something here? Like for me, the least offensive thing was that he had kept the cheating from her. Mm-hmm. That was the least offensive thing. Yeah. It, the most offensive thing to me, or the most like alarming thing to me, was like the and I may or may not do it again because you know when I go when I go on vacations with my friends, it's tough for me, and I'm going like. <laughs> what i was like these are a lot of details that's crazy dude like you know what i mean so that was for me it's like hiding the cheating thing is one thing but like being like and i may just kind of do it because that's kind of what i do it was yeah, like yeah but but what? then but then okay but 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 to argue that point there is a thing and listen i am not no i mean let's let's have a discussion no this but is, i'm saying fun. i'm saying obviously i am against cheating Duh. clearly but i've had it happen to me before yeah. in past relationships it's absolutely terrible okay this is not okay but there is a, a level when you say there it's one thing to hide it versus that. I, and I even saw a charity post on on Twitter where she was like, I appreciate the honesty, at least at, at, the, at a final point. So I will say this, the honesty, it was nice. It wasn't, it wasn't a good thing. Sure, but I guess it's just better finding out later. It was like, you know? instead of finding out later, that at least when she, because what I loved was that after he told her this, and she stepped away and had a moment and came back that she was like, oh, I got a lot of questions. And I love the fact that she was just direct and was like, was it with the relation, your last relationship? How many times did it happen? When was the last yeah. time it happened? Like all of that to the point of the, sp- the specificness of like it happened over a five day period. This guy's got times. a real problem with vacations. Don't let this guy go on vacations. The fact that he's like, I've cheated twice and the same week on vacation like, Multiple times. no vacations allowed for you man like clearly that is the trigger like she said in her in her uh her tweets or her threads or whatever um that she appreciates the honesty sure. but then we're done like thank 100%. you for the honesty so that then at least charity can move on to joey and Dotton and potentially Aaron B, I guess. Yeah, but, like you I, know that makes me feel bad for Aaron in the way that it's like, wait, so Aaron got cut because it didn't work out, but then this guy got through with withholding all this like super vital information. Yeah, the, the whole conversation it was it was an extremely tough conversation. Yeah. Um, I thought though, 
the way, like I said, that the way that Charity handled it was so phenomenal. And she did, as painful as this conversation was, it's like she's walking away with this information where yeah. she's like, well, what have you done to change this? Yeah. And he was like, I've been introspective. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I've been introspective. And it's like, okay, that's not going to be enough for me. But Charity has made it extremely clear that she is looking for a faithful monogamous relationship looking to get married at the end of this or engaged at the end of this and i just kept thinking about walking away from this conversation that was so hard is that what was so powerful is that at the end of it when she made the call yeah when she was like here's here's the the fantasy suite card can you or can you not the fact that she even gave him like another, the fact that she even gave him a chance was shocking to me. And I think she wanted, it, it seemed like, again, not to speak for her, but it seemed like she was like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get closure in and out of this in every angle. Like yeah. I'm going to hear every single word you're going to say and ask every single question. So I'm going to even offer this. I think and you were see right. Your response. I think is. you're right. I think he was, I think he was basically throwing it out there being like, I'm not really that serious about this. I kind of have my lifestyle. If you're willing to kind of forsake all that and stick stick with me, I'm down to be with you. Other than that, I'm kind of throwing this out there to kind of blow this whole thing up. That's the vibe I got at the end. I was like, she gave you, she literally gave you a card after you said everything and said, are you willing to not cheat? And he's like, we'll see. <laughs> and it's like, okay, at that point, you're literally just pressing the eject button. You know what a I mean? Thousand like, percent. You're literally just trying to get out of it. And if she's kind of like, well, that would be nice if you tried. And then he'd be like, fine, we'll date then. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's what it felt like. It yeah. It could not like, have been more easily served up on a platter for yeah, him. Yeah, it could have. It, it was almost like he was lining himself up in the situation of like, we're not going to get engaged at the end of this. But if you're down to just like date and then get to know each other a little more yeah. and know this about me, then OK, maybe we can make it work. 100%. Um, but, you know, when she offers it to him and he says that in his heart there's no doubt but in his mind there is this doubt and he needs to have see what happens tonight i by the way i was also seeing people online being like you know the fact that he had the audacity <laughs> to be like i need to see about tonight making it sexual which think, i think the way that he said it he was said like see more yeah. which was like it, i was like oh that sounds bad uh, I mean, maybe that's what he meant. I was getting more of like, I need time away from the cameras. I need to hear a little more, you know. I didn't get literally like, we need to hook up first to see if this (laughs) is good or not. That would have been wild. But she, having that moment, that powerful moment where she was like, this is who Charity Lawson is in 2023. I I can't put up with that answer. Was a moment that I felt like had to be really healing for her Mm -hmm. healing for the audience um just a moment of like hey i have recognized from the very beginning of this process that there are certain patterns in my life when it comes to relationships that i don't want to get back into again and it was an active moment of being like i'm not gonna do that yeah i'm not gonna do it and it wasn't even like let's go and check out the fantasy suite and keep talking about it it was like i'm just gonna say no now and yeah. end this thing now. Yeah. I thought it was pretty powerful. Yeah, big time. Now, I'm very curious what their dynamic is going to be like 
during the men tell all yeah. because they made it look like he gets up and walks yeah, out that was weird. and I'm like what is going on real we'll intense see, I'm excited for it but I am I am super happy for charity that she made that call and that's the thing there were just so many different concepts and conversations that were coming to me from this specific conversation, which is why I appreciated the airing of it, that it was like, you know, I know certain people in my life who are, um, as far as their boundaries go, are comfortable, uh, you know, taking back someone who has cheated or been with someone who has cheated in the past, and that's something that they're working through. But then there, I'd have people in my life who are like, absolutely no way, it's a hard line. And I think that this moment was really powerful to say like, listen, this is something that for charity is a hard line no. I endured this, I'm not willing to do it again. Like she said, it's not build a man workshop. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna try to make it work with a guy mm-hmm. who has crossed this boundary Mm-hmm. in the past and I'm standing firm in mine mm-hmm. I thought that was fantastic yeah, absolutely fantastic onwards to Joey onwards to Joey um, so <laughs> Joey's date uh, Jer- uh, Charity comes driving up in an ATV she's always driving I love that about her I yeah. love that about her that she's always driving but they hop in this ATV and all of a sudden after a few minutes the ATV is either stuck or breaks, breaks down. down and you see this moment between them where you know there's frustration this thing is stuck it's not working they're trying to make it work cameras are just filming yeah how does from like a technician production like not, a guy who rented it to them being like oh you just got to do this or production not come in and be like here's another one yeah i literally they're like well our budget was just for the ones <laughs> I literally it was 49.99 for the day so i'm sorry i literally imagined that process we got it for like 10 seconds it being like it almost felt like it was like a two hour long ordeal did it feel that way to you oh it probably was because when they were in the itms and they were like you know it really like it took the day took a turn and it kind of put a hamper like a, a, a damper on our day a little bit I was kind of like oh you guys just you get up and you walk to the mm-hmm. waterfall and it's romantic and whatever the way that they were interacting of like oh Joey can kind of snap into being mellow with this and, and be flexible I'm like I bet that was two hours like they had yeah. technicians out there productions like we're not spending money to rent another one yeah. they're like are you joking well, you and they're tell. just sitting there and it's like in the sun yeah. hours later I don't know timeline but it seemed like she had been coming off the net before you could tell he was on edge because they hadn't talked about the issues yet so I think the, I think the producers probably saw that and they were like let's build this tension let's make it awkward for them let's have them sit in that thing for 20 minutes and try to figure this out and oh, feel probably right. feel shitty and kind of have to get out and figure out what to do and I bet they pushed that I, I bet, I bet they thought, no, it's just a perfect way to see what will happen. So we're going to make them make kind them of have stressed. to deal with it? Yeah. Wow, Evan. Because I'm a big, you know, I'm a big producer guy. So You're I a big know, producer I guy. always know what they're thinking. <laughs> uh, and then they sit down and they talk about their issue, you know, which I don't know. I thought that it went it went. I mean, it literally was like so easy. She was just like, totally. OK, thanks for telling me about it. Like, you know, that's that's something that I was really interested about, like how that was going to go down because mm-hmm. i will say if i had heard from an uncle that like that person you know is not the person you know i think that would dig more of a worm in my brain 
sure. that it would be harder for me to get over than I think she got over. She's very flexible that way. Like I, if I was there and I was like, and it felt like I was getting the same person I had been getting, and then that family member says to me, "That's not the person." That might yeah. really throw me off. I think there's a few things. I think, well, clearly we see that you know Charity has strong intuition. Yeah, she felt it from the top, at least for herself and Xavier, and what if that would work out for them or not. And my guess is probably she doesn't have any alarm bells with Joey, so it's like she hears that, she and it's kind of like I believe what you say. That's kind of the energy I got also, too, later in the conversation when they're at dinner. She's relating to the things he's saying. So I'm wondering, too, if when she heard from um, Joey's uncle about him being a people pleaser and sometimes, you know, doing certain things to appease a person, it seemed like she kind of related to that when they had that conversation later. So mm. maybe when he said that, she was like, oh, no, I, I see that. I get that. Right. I don't know. Interesting. Because yeah. at least when when I was watching it and I kept tapping you, because yeah. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I resonate with this. And obviously in last week's episode, if you listened, I was talking about how I definitely felt, and he didn't confirm this, but I kind of was getting that energy that perhaps Joey you know, was uncomfortable and maybe um, appears and acts a certain way around an Uncle Joe. Who's and maybe like a Uncle, coach. who knows him so well, can pick up on the slight differences. Right. And then Charity maybe can't yet. And so, like, there's this, she's, that's a normal Joey. And then he's going, like, the uncle can be like, that's about 10%, something's off. Like, I know right. the difference. You're, not, you're acting weird around me. You know? But also, then Joey ended up saying that he was feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. And one of the big things is that he was worried because he was going to be entertaining her. He was yes. leading the date for the first time in, in their relationship so far was that mm-hmm. she was leading the dates and she was, you know, in the lead position. And then he wasn't expecting his uncle to come, which, mm-hmm. by the way, you know, in my mind, I was like, it kind of confirmed confirmed what I felt like was the energy where he might be a certain way in front of his uncle because it's like yeah. coach vibes and he respects mm. him so maybe he kind of stiffens up. up a little bit around him because clearly like so maybe the uncle doesn't know the real Joey oh, and oh. he's like wait that's not how you normally are and he's going actually I've been real with her mm. I'm here all week folks <laughs> <laughs> my insights are never ending um, but he says, he says that he, um, he does think a lot about what other people feel and think, and that can change him sometimes, yeah. but that it hasn't with charity. And again, honestly, I believe it. Oh, I believe everything he says. I believe. 100%. I've been wrong numerous times during this show so far, but I, I really yeah. do believe no, it. No, I believe it hundred percent. He seems like a wonderful guy. So they end up making out under the waterfall. Yep. It's very romantic. Mm-hmm. But of course, my worry wart brain, I tap Evan again oh and I go, all I can think about is leeches in that waterfall or any sort of like bug. Literally, she goes, I would love to be like, all I can think about is leeches. I'm just like, I'm very paranoid. What is your life? <laughs> um, um, but then they end up having the night portion of the dinner. And he says um, that he. He has a one of his main agendas in this conversation is that he wants to get her to understand that he's not always perfectly confident that mm-hmm. he can get scared and anxious. Um, and he brings that up when she asks if he's nervous about anything. And she basically says same, same. Yeah. There's kind of this camaraderie about yeah. it. What are you thinking? Because you look <sighs> like you want to say something. And I had thoughts about this, too. But I was like, you look like you have. 
I have a thought. Questions. I have I a thought. I feel like we might be on different pages. I'm getting big F buddy vibes. Not husband. Really? Yeah, the way they talk is like besties who hook up. Okay, interesting. Versus we'll get into Dotton. That feels like husband vibes. Feels like there's oh, like. So you're feeling like fe- friends, I'm feeling friends with friendly, best friends with, with benefits. Friends with benefits. That's okay. what I'm feeling with them. They do a lot of same, same, totally, totally. Yeah, they, they I'm resonate. just like you. We're yeah. the same. Blah blah blah. We 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 find each other very attractive because they seem very comfortable. Absolutely, with each other. the way they're sitting in bed together afterwards, super comfy, super cuddly, but not intense romance, not oozing passion, like looking at each other's eyes. I'm getting f buddy. Best friends who hook up every once in a while. Okay. And and because of that, I'm going. I don't see it. I don't see him winning. Like I see I see Dotton winning just for that fact alone. Because I'm looking at this going like, every time they have a conversation, it's very it's very like samezies. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not sometimes like sometimes it is, but like, if you have it to compare to Dotton. Right. If there was no Dotton, it would no be like Dotton, Joey, be like, obviously. Yes. But to compare to Dotton, <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's levels. Like if you compare how the the romantic connection between like Aaron and Joey, would you exactly. say that you feel like there's much more of a romantic connection with Joey? A thousand percent. Okay. I feel like Aaron is one of those good on paper guys, but she doesn't have the connection. Okay. Now, whether he is or isn't, he doesn't feel comfortable. Got when it. When they interact, it just feels very uncomfortable to me. Okay. He... Joey's too comfortable. Interesting. Okay. Okay. There isn't like a little bit of like, you. I don't see in her like a spark. I'm a little nervous around him. I see like I am literally in a warm bath. Okay. And I feel so comfortable. And we could talk for hours. And we relate identically on having nervousness about this and anxiety about this. And when we hook up, it's, it's very comfortable. And when they're cuddling in the morning, it's very like, I don't want this to end. This has been so nice. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. But there's not like an edge to it in regards to like, I don't sense passion. I sense like comfortability. That like after a breakup, we, we connect and I hook up with you. When I'm going through a tough time, I call you and we, we talk for hours and then we hook up. But I don't get like, I can't stop thinking about you. That's my that's my that's my take. Okay, I, I I can see that. I mean, that's something that we talked about a couple weeks ago. But then during hometowns, I was like, Yeah, he's the first one that Charity's wanna, wanting to say, "I love you too." Sure, I think she so, does love him. Yeah, absolutely. But I think she's halfway between "I love you like my bestie" and "I love you like my boyfriend." But I don't see husband in there at all. Interesting. Okay, it's okay. almost like they used to date, and they broke up, but like on amazing terms. That's the energy I get. That I can that I can resonate with. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I I I have to tell you after Joey's date, um, and I do want to mention something about what he talked about. But after Joey's date, um, and they went into the fantasy suite, and it seemed to go extremely well. Yes. And they woke up, and they were so comfortable. And she was like almost crying, having to say goodbye to him, and was like, "I love you." And they tell each other that they love each other, and it's this whole big thing. I was like. I looked at you and I go, damn, Joey, I was like, it has to be Dotton, but maybe it's Joey. Sure. But then after seeing the way she woke up with Dotton. It's a different energy. 
my money's on Dotton because it was the difference of he's on his back, she's curled up on him with Joey, and Dotton and her were like hands interlocked, looking deep into yes. each other's eyes. Like it was a unbelievable intimacy. We shall see. But I was after the Joey date. I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, like no, they were. They were. Maybe it's maybe it's Joey, and I was wrong about the Dotton. That it's going to be Dotton this whole time because it's, it has felt so clearly Dotton. Um, but then when I saw her wake up, and I was when I was again comparing the two, I'm like, eh, Dotton feels like the person yes. that there's m- more intimacy with. Um, but going back to the the dinner conversation i did want to mention this i thought that that was such a cool conversation like i i really thought that that was another really powerful conversation on the show that just felt very relatable to that he opened up and i feel like he is a really good communicator that he was diving that he was diving into that piece Mm -hmm. because that is like that's a more specific intimate detail you know what I mean? That's not yes. like something that you're like, oh, I feel like this has to be said. It was like it was almost like he was back, you know, in his room taking note of what's something that someone needs to know once we're out in the real world. If we step out of here engaged and he lets her know that some people will fall in love with the idea of him. And that's not always who he is. He's like, I know. And I love this, too. I love I love that he was like, I know that I have a great energy. I know I give off good vibes. Yeah. He's like, I've been told that my whole life. Yes. But the fact of the matter is that I can get in a funk. And I would imagine for someone like him, if you're always being told you have such a great energy, you're so this way and people have this idea of him, that that can be hard when it's like he doesn't feel maybe sometimes like he has the freedom to get in that funk because he's going to disappoint people. And then I love that she's like, yeah, that's just that's just part of life. The yeah. human experience is having different emotions and those are all valid. And you having like one consistent emotion, that's just not realistic. Yes. And I thought that she just like really took that pressure off of him. And she related that she struggles with it a lot. She said, which again, it's such a powerful, important conversation to have. That she's like, I can struggle with people pleasing. Um, I grew up getting like rewarded and praised when I did something great or did my best. So I feel this need to always be like that. Um, that conversation was hidden. Yes. Thought it was 100%. really important. Really important. Really honest guy. Appreciate um, him. And then, yeah, that's when he tells her that he is indeed in love with her. And she's yeah. like, I am in love yes. with you too. Yes. But I agree. I, I, I'm agreeing with what you're feeling partially there's a part of me too that i'm like uh i still have been surprised so much through this season that i'm like maybe i'm getting the wrong read but i i do feel that and we've been feeling that for a few weeks where it's very like deep intimate friendship Mm. that definitely has the attraction and that chemistry of course everything's there but there's just something about Uh Uh dotton 100 percent. speaking of yes dotton yes they meet up at an island resort and they did my my perfect date <laughs> that was your perfect date Dude, jet skis laughing then end up on a private island that's literally my perfect date you have high expectations for a date no i'm just saying <laughs> like of all the dates on the show no for sure i know i'm joking. like if i heard if i heard that my date was a dune buggy that broke down <laughs> and then we had to walk in a stream and then the other guy got to go on jet skis and then a private island. I would be pissed. 
pissed. You're like, thanks. You spent $9 on mine. <laughs> and you gave them the open checkbook. Like, I'd be a little bit like, dude, like, jet skis and then a private island, like, sitting there as the drones are shooting us. You know, as the drones are, like, capturing us from the top. Like, so much more, like, anthemic. When they took off on those jet skis on that glass water and they were going so far. And the dune buggy or the ATV thing wasn't even on, like, the beach. Like, it was literally, like, in, a, in like, a, the back of the resort. It was, like, a random rock quarry. So like, I mean, it's still had a beautiful waterfall. It was, it was gorgeous. They, when they got to that, I'm talking about the dune buggy part. It was like it was just kind of like a back area, and I'm like, "What the hell, dude? Dotton's on jet skis in a private island." So he was set up for success. That's for sure. But they, when they were on those jet skis and they were just like, just blitzing through that oh. glass water to that island, they're both so gorgeous. Yeah, and it was like it was a perfect commercial for for GoToFiji.com. It was so stunning. Yeah. I was like so caught up. Yeah. Oh, and then he was saying he was like, oh man, she was just looking so gorgeous. Like I feel like I was gonna crash, but I wouldn't mind crashing into that view. It was <laughs> so cute. It was very cute. Um, but they yes, they end up going to that private sandbar and charity is talking about and this is i mean again so much is edited out but this was the first person that we get to experience where she talks about Dotton's family Uh she's like i absolutely adored your family in fact your mom prayed with me Mm -hmm. she's like it reminded me of a moment like that i would have with my mom and she loved his family which we could tell from the episode but that was that confirmation um and then Dotton says (laughs) Don says, I need Charity to know something. And I'm like, oh, God. Dotton, Xavier already broke my heart earlier. For the love of God, please do not break our hearts. Like, I was ner- I was really nervous as soon as he mm-hmm. said that. And he lets her know that he didn't really know about the show at all. And he didn't know the premise of the show nor that like you get engaged at the end of the show until about three weeks previously. <laughs> that was insane, what? dude. It's a four second Google before you give up your life for three months. Maybe he found out like right before. Maybe he met like three weeks before he got on the show, like when he auditioned. Uh, I don't know. Said three <laughs> weeks ago while he was sitting on the sandbar. He said, no, no, because he said, I talked to the guys. He goes, I was talking to the guys, and I go, so what happens at the end of this? And they're like, you get engaged. He's like, oh. And then I thought, oh, well, I do like Charity a lot, so I'm down. How did you even get on the show? (laughs) And someone just set him up, and he's like, by the way, you have to call your work and tell him you're not coming to work for the next three months. (laughs) That maybe, though, I was... She was like, what? My mind was blown, and then I'm like, the only theory that I have for this is this man found out apparently from the men about the engagement and all this on the show. I'm like, this man literally is it's like the premise of a movie it really is this man is an angel sent from god the universe i don't know literally sent to charity because in my opinion this is the perfect match i can't believe i I was i was just really happy that they didn't like throw her off because i could have no but i'm like this is the perfect man like she says she's keeps feeling concerned yeah. like is there is the ball like something gonna drop and it's just time after time it's just absolute perfection he's wonderful 
It's literally like the universe or God or whatever sent this man down as a heavenly angelic being mm-hmm. to be like, this will be our goddess charity's partner. Yes. That's what it feels like because how else does that happen? Crazy. I also was feeling like I had told you before, there's something about Dotton where he's one of my most favorite people from this franchise that I've seen in I don't know how long. From the beginning, you know, episode one, I was like, there's just, the second he came out of that limo, his energy, I'm like, there's something about this guy. He's like my most favorite. And like, of course, everyone has fallen in love with him. And then when he said that, I'm like, is that part of what it is? That he doesn't know the ins and outs of the show. So he's not going in with these preconceived notions. He's not going in with a strategy. He's not going in, you know, knowing the tradition of the show and what you do. There was even the moment after when they had the night portion of the date when they're walking down um, to the dinner. And at one point he grabbed her and pushed her off to the side and started making out with her before they got to the dinner, which I was obsessed with. And I don't think I've ever seen little moments like that where it's like you always just see the couple. They always walk down. And if you've ever seen the show, you kind of already know in your head, okay, this is the portion where I walk down. So I'm not going to take the initiative to do that because that's just not how the show is, you know, outlined, essentially. And Dotton has those moments that might just be super special Mm -hmm. because he's just being him. And there's no thing in the back of his head that's like, oh, I have to fall in line with a certain tradition of how this show proceeds. Do you know what I mean? 100%. Like, that might be what it is. Yeah. That he's just fully being he gotten. Care. He's just fully being he's just gotten. Being he's not even thinking about the show. And she didn't let it throw her. But I have to say, too, personally, if I was the lead, I would like that. Yeah. I would like that there's this guy who doesn't know anything about the show and then affirms to me, I didn't even know that I was signing up to get engaged. But after I met you for a second, they told me and I go, Oh, but then I'm, yeah, it's you. He's one of the only guys I've ever seen on the show that doesn't feel like the cameras are there. Yeah. You know, like not at all. And then when they had the conversation about the geckos, (laughs) nothing could have been more me and you. The me- now, the, now, 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 bon- it was a now, bonus scene. Now, at geckos, the end. you're not, yeah, geckos, you're not afraid of. But me and you at dinner, <laughs> and you being like, there's so many things out here that could kill you. And me being like, babe, you're fine. It is literally just, our life. It's basically just, our life. It's me telling Jess it's going to be fine, and her going, like, well, you could die. And I'm going, well, okay. And she, the, fact, the fact that she was too like she was like i can't talk right now i'm distracted yeah. because it's gonna drop and don's like don's so- like no they don't drop like they're good they've been doing this for before yeah. we were around they've been <laughs> and knowing my luck it would have dropped and then i'd be like great now we're going back a year the work i've been doing for the last year is gone because then the motherfucker drops and it's just like you know <laughs> right when you got them where you want them right when you're like no i think we're good i think she's calm i think we're at dinner that's now. been my that has like, been God. my whole life it's always the been only, like the only gecko i know that is not good at being a gecko showed up where i that's was. been my whole life people are like oh that would never happen and then it does yeah and okay like, See, my anxiety is here for a reason <laughs> cheers everyone <laughs> um but they sit down for dinner yeah. and he just has again this man didn't know even what show he was going on and the poetry he yeah. spills is 
incredible time after time where he's talking about how he's like, I never felt like fairy tales were meant for me. And charity makes me feel like fairy tales are for everyone. Yeah. And it was magic. Beautiful. And she asks him if he has any fears and he's like, nothing's coming up yet. He said, the only scary part is that I'm not scared, which perfect response that as a lead, as a human being to hear that perfect response is like the only scary part is that you're not scared. Yeah. That's all I need to know, baby. Mm -hmm. Put that mm -hmm. ring on, honey. Honey. <laughs> Put that ring on, babes. And what's interesting is that we kind of have a parallel um, situation going on that ends up going then in, you know, kind of opposite trajectories is that we had Xavier who was like, I have my head and my heart. In my heart, there's no doubt. In my head, there's doubt, and I can't conquer that doubt. Yeah. And then Dotton keeps bringing up his head and his heart too. And he's saying how his heart is in, but his, he's having a hard time because the brain's a little bit like you could get hurt. You could get hurt. Mm -hmm. And in this date, he's like, I have my head and my heart and they are like in line. It was interesting mm -hmm. to have that parallel yeah, where then she had then full confirmation from Dot and where he's like, yeah, the brain is a little scared, but the brain is scared because I'm not scared. 100%. It was so beautiful. Poetic. And then he tells her that he is in love with her. She says she is 100% in love with him. Um, he, they go into the fantasy suite. He's like, love is the greatest story ever told. And I'm living my story right now. I'm like, someone write it down in the Bible. He is absolutely crushing these quotations. They're in the suite. There is some thigh grabbing, making out. Yeah, some straddling. It's feeling spicy. And then the next morning, like we were saying before, the intimacy it's when when intimate. we see and it's eye to eye yes and his hand is the size of her entire back <laughs> his hand was behind her and she's like he exceeded my expectations <laughs> she did and she bites the lip Ooh. it's like we hear you charity good for you we love it we love it um you by the way said something when we were watching it that made me laugh so hard they had a, a who jew you know, a hug jump. Oh a yeah, it's like and Ed looks at me and goes, "If you're dating Dotton and you do a hooju, you can't be afraid of heights." She's like, "Oh yeah, ah, it's so high, it's, it's scary." You know, it's like, it really jump. is crazy. He like he like he like grabs her and then like lifts her up and then she's like, like ah. seven feet. Yeah, it's like you might as well be doing like a. You know, it's a mini roller coaster. 100%. It's a mini he's, bungee he's jump. Way up there. He is so tall. It is a mini he's bungee atmospheric. jump. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. But then when they're leaving, you know, I will say though, what was interesting, and again, who knows how much we saw, but it felt like her a little caveat is it felt like her and Joey's goodbye was way more she was crying, she was feeling emotional. Yeah. And her and Dotton's was more like I mean, she was sad to see him go, but it didn't I don't know. There's, there's yeah. those, those, those are those little nuggets where I'm going like, 100%. is it going to be Joey? Yeah. Um, but I, I just love Don because he's talking about how he respects her decision to make sure all of her options are exhausted in this wow. process. Um, it's tough, but you know, yeah. he's going to be there. Well, we think the episode Speaking is wrapping, but surprise, surprise, we have a visitor, okay? Earlier in the episode, we find out that... The Heart Guardian's back. <laughs> the Heart Guardian, Heron, is back. He is back to uh, talk to Charity. The man has decided to go on a, what, 21-hour? He's got his tropical shirt on. 
He's very festive for the occasion. He's ready. He's dressing for the environment. He's dressing for the occasion, and he is... Yeah, he, he, he's done a 21-hour flight or something yes. of the sort. And by yes. the way, with all the flight cancellations that have been happening, the man maybe was, you know, on a flight for two yes. and a half days yes. at this point. Um, he has said that what is sticking in his mind is that she felt unsure about her decision. Now, I would love to know when the producers called Aaron yeah. and were like, you got to get here. Like, the second that they had maybe a moment with Xavier and he was feeling unsure. They're like, get Aaron get back. Xavier's going to, we think he's going to dip out and then we're going to put Xavier on a wedding date and he's going to get more nervous. Right. So like, get your ass back here. Um, and so he shows up. Charity is obviously shocked yeah. to see him after such a long flight. He mm. lets her know that her fit is fire. Mm. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> that both with them together. He's like, you look really good by the way. Like it's a great fit. <laughs> Uh, dude, I just don't get it. There's what? nothing wrong with it. Like this, this is not a personal opinion. It's like it's just when I watch them, you just don't see it. I see zero chemistry, not a little. I mean zero. I see, I see chemistry, but I. I mean, I, obviously there is, but I'm missing it big time. It always feels so forced and kind of like again, nothing wrong. Just like when they're talking, it, there's no like flow it doesn't seem funny at all it seems kind of stiff like i'm just i don't get it it doesn't when seem, you have gotten and joey i'm going like how is this even a possibility yeah it doesn't seem the two of them don't feel free flowing like joey Zero and to me. it feels Xavier a little more like way nervous. more chemistry maybe though that's the thing maybe it feels a little more nervous maybe maybe there's like an attraction and maybe then you're she's a little just super attracted to him so that like they're like there's a little bit of like a tightness you know yeah but they sit down by the way, there was a moment where he goes, I'll be ready, meet me on the beach. And you see him walking along <laughs> this pacing, <laughs> walking along the water. And all I could think of was The Bachelor in Paradise. Ah, uh, a little, little. I was like, was uh, that a little, little, little hint? Was that a little drop where they're like, yeah, I'll see you by the beach? Oh, and he's just shit. walking along the sand. I'm like, okay. And then didn't they meet back at the pool? They did. But weird. we had his yeah. ocean shot walking sure. on the sand. I was like, was that an Easter egg, producers? An Easter egg. Did you give us an Easter egg? Sure. Um, but then they have their conversation. Yeah. And she ends up, he tells her where he's at. And she ends up letting him know that she was falling for him. Yeah. And that she was questioning her decision um, about letting him go every day. And then, of course, now obviously, because Xavier is out of the picture, it's like. It's like, why not try? It Which looks, I support actually, because it's like, hey, like if you still have feelings for him, and one guy got dropped off because he was like a wild card and you didn't see it coming, it's kind of like, why not? Like, see what happens here. Listen, it's one of those situations where, for the other men remaining, I totally get if it really throws them off. Like, I, I get, completely agree. I, I get, really if the guys are like, what is going on? And they're like, not stoked yeah. about it. And I support that feeling. Yeah. But as a viewer and as a fan of charities, yes. I'm like, 
Bring him back. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Let's keep the, Bring let's get some back. good drama for sure. It's some good so drama good. for sure. I'm like, oh my God. Also too, if I'm a lead, I'm like, I'm looking forward to fantasy sweet week, you know, getting alone time with three different men. And I would, I didn't get that with Xavier right. and I was planning to have that with Xavier. We were planning to knit our blanket before we got underneath it. Oh. I did not get that. Okay. So now, yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah. a long night of it's knitting of before getting underneath the blanket. So earn it. I'm planning on one wanting three so if all of a sudden Aaron's back I'm like well yeah I'll have my third fantasy suite date right please and thank you okay I like it now do you think because let's be real all the we saw the previews and the man is in a suit so I'm assuming unless it's him meeting up with her at her hotel room and he's in a suit that she brings him back do you think they have a fantasy suite date or do you think he just meets her at the rose ceremony um do you think he meets her at the rose ceremony that's a good question I think they'll have to figure something out because there's no way that she's going to choose him over Joey or Dotton like on a whim last minute. But it, I'm just saying, would, do you think will, they will have to do some sort of makeup date in order to like right, give they're him gonna a have chance to, have a fantasy to like date. compete? But he can't be chosen over Joey or Dotton, which he said, I've loved you to both. Like, there's no way. So he'll just get sent home right away. And then it'll be kind of like a fake out. Yeah, he has so to. So he'll have to do something. They'll, they'll, they'll do a fantasy suite, or like a, at least a day date, something to kind of see if he can catch up. Maybe just a night portion if they're running so, low on time. There'll have to be something for her to just try it out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I sure hope. Excited. I hope. And then next week's Men Tell All. I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, I feel like that's going to be a polarizing one too. Yeah. I bet tons of people, people are going to be, be like, very opinionated. no, don't, no, no, no. It's he just didn't go through the right channels. <laughs> I'm like, bring on the drama. We Let's want go. him back. We want him back. He wins over both of them. Um, Yeah. And the next week we got the Men I'm Tell All, which looks fire flames absolutely amazing brayden is in a very like tom sandoval-esque fit and don't like sandoval but i can't lie the fit was you were vibing i was vibing on the outfit it was there were like jewels on it and stuff it was shiny sparkly it was like it was a vibe i can't lie to you i can't nothing less from him i can't lie to you but i sometimes you know sometimes he makes fashion choices that i'm like it's not for me and then sometimes he makes fashion choices that i'm like i'm vibing on that and i can't lie to you i saw that outfit and i was like that's wrong i like it i I cannot but like it um Again, we see the Xavier walk-off potentially in Mental All, Jerry Gary Turner, all of this. Um, And then we got the preview for the finale episode, which comes in two weeks. Yes. And it looks like... She's literally down the middle. Charity cannot decide, decide, which... I have some opinions about that when we get there. Okay. I have some strong opinions. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Call home? Let's do a call home. We didn't do it last week because we were, had to go get our child. Yes. Now it is time to catch up. It let's, is let's time. Rock. Let's do a call home. Let's call home. Mm-hmm. Remember, you can always call home. Hi, Mom and Dad. I have a cringy dating story for you. Yes. A long time ago, I worked at a restaurant and there was this guy that was really cute and um, we used to flirt with each other a lot, and then one night he decided to ask me if I wanted to go out, and um, we decided to go on a double date with my sister and a friend of his, um, and so he came and picked us up, and he said we had to go pick up his friend from work, so we pull up to a subway, I guess that's where his friend worked, and he said, I'll be right back, I'm going to go grab my friend. He goes in, in there for a really long time, my sister and I are just sitting there waiting for what felt like 
hours. He's getting a meatball um, He finally comes back out and says his friend is not going to be joining us, and that it will just be the three of us for the rest of the night. So my sister and I were like, okay, well, this is a little weird, but whatever. It's fine. We'll hang out. We'll have fun. Um, he ends up just taking us to a park, and weird. then he proceeds to hit on my sister oh. and I both and talk about how hot we were and how it's always been a fantasy of his to be oh. with sisters. Oh, no. And asking us about threesomes oh, and, no. like, basically just propositioning both of us to have a threesome and we were just super uncomfortable we were super grossed out uh it was just so bizarre so weird and we were just totally like grossed out by it and um we just wanted to go home and finally he took us home and we were just both like what the heck was that and honestly we kind of questioned if there was even a friend to begin with or if that was just his whole plan to like get two sisters to go on a date with him so that's my story. Wow. Kind of weird. Oh my god! I did, did I love not... this guy? He's like, I got a plan, boys. Watch. Ew, that is so good. In the sister, that's so. No. And he's probably in the restaurant, and he's like sitting there, going like, he... "All right, I'm gonna let him sit in the car for a while to really <laughs> think this think... is a thing." That's actually so crazy. I didn't. I hadn't even like put that concept. Didn't even together. take him to eat. Just like sat in a park. He probably, this asshole, this creep probably went in to the subway, got himself a meatball sub. Ate it. And was like, I'm not going to pay for them. And we're just then going to go to a, a free park situation, which by the way, a park is a cute date. You so know. Like bring some cheese. Maybe bring some cheese. But even if you just go alone to the park, I suppose, without anything. Maybe like but a like, charcuterie maybe board. Maybe like a one-on-one nice. on one date. But if you're doing like, having like a, a third wheel that's going to be there, even though then he had... All that extra intention, but that to begin with, you're like, hey, that's a, a date. If there's a third wheel, yeah. we have to like go to a restaurant or a movie or something. Yeah. This guy, what he did was that he was in the Golden Fedora Club, and what he did was he went off script. They were just like makeouts only. And he was like, I'm going to be the Golden Fedora champion. And they're going to hold me on their shoulders because I pull this fast one. Oh, my And then, you know, it didn't work out. And so he, I mean, dude. Just the idea of. (laughs) We keep getting these messages from these guys, from these, about these guys. And it's like, what is wrong with these guys? There is just insane Hey, we're over men, okay? Dude, the characters (laughs) out there. we're over men. (laughs) The characters out there are endless. It's unreal. The idea of him pulling up to a subway and leaving them in there alone that he had a plan. Was it a subway? That's what she said. They're at a subway. That's already a problem, right? Because, like, subway is not the best, you know, fast food sandwich. I mean... You know, Jersey Mike's, yeah, the Firehouse. Had, yeah, There's much better gonna, choices. If you're going to make up a friend, make up that he works at somewhere, you know. With tastier with, with, subs. With a, a better sub, yeah, for, first of all. Quiznos is even better, but now, Subway, dude? question, if, what I would like to know, too, if he didn't make up the friend, what happened? <sighs> Did he go in? Friend couldn't get off the shift. Maybe he maybe he hadn't told the friend ahead of time, and he's just like, "Hey, dude, like, come on, yeah, I've got these two. There babes. was never a friend. Absolutely, <sighs> there was never a friend. He just went in and ate. He came out like wiping his, he has like mustard. <laughs> he on like his he's face. got marinara like, sauce. No, 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 all just over nothing. His face. Just sorry, I just like they were just making food and it sprayed on my face. He's just got like roast beef all over him. Oh God! Wow, that's oh that is wild. I would have I would have been gone. 
you guys are troopers for even just like staying to talk. If yeah, you would have been, been like, like, sorry, my friend can't come, I would have been like, no worries. Uh, well, let me know if we can reschedule. And then I would have left. I wouldn't have been like, cool, let's continue on. You guys are you guys are absolutely sweet in order to even just like be willing to continue on. Question, if you were single mm-hmm. and what would your thoughts be on doing the like, I'll do a double date for my friend because you know they're interested in this one person and then the person that they're interested in is just going to bring a random person for me to partner up with that's very like college yeah you know what i mean when you're young you do that kind of stuff all the time where you're like we got to be friends when we do but everything i understand right? though like you know we, we want to maybe go into a situation feeling like i don't sure. want to go alone with this person 100%. so i'd like my a, a friend to be there with well, me i would have them uh stalk from afar <laughs> I'd have them I'd have a couple of my friends be like in the corner of the restaurant like eating at their own table and just watching us but you know to have them on a date with me what I'm saying in this case it's like he was doing it with his friend their sister like my whole thing is like that's kind of a normal occurrence so now 35 no but young sure I mean there would have been stuff like that you, you would be comfortable being like yeah you, a blind date situation you've never been on a blind date no, before I have haven't. you but I, I would do it for just the fun like if me and my one of my best friends or me and my brother or something like that we're gonna go on a date with some two girls like it'd be like oh it's a fun fun thing to try and see what happens or whatever um but but you know and you'd bring one of your diarrhea pills just in case a hundred percent I'd have that lo- loaded in my tooth in my empty tooth <laughs> I've never been on a blind date before either. Really? I've only been on dates. Lee, with people. have you ever been on a blind date? Yeah. Blind date's a wild move. That's yeah. an adventurous move. I think it would be. F- I think it'd be fun. Fun be really if fun. I like you know to a certain as long extent. As you can trusted the people who yes. I was you know getting set up with. Because if they set, set me on a date by. that's like the worst from get from get, I'm gonna be like I don't think we can be friends anymore because okay, you clearly don't know me. That's an interesting question. When someone sets when a friend sets you up with someone and it is so not the type of person just like in general that you feel like you think we would be good together <laughs> how do you feel going back they they the friends get put into a different category of friendship, <laughs> yeah, everything changes everything changes a hundred percent that's why i would never do it because it's like it could be it could be horrible it's only going to be like <laughs> the payoff is not worth the possible distraction. I would just be like, yeah, no, 100%. I've had, I've had situations where, again, I've never been on a blind date or like had a setup with, by a friend before. But, you know, throughout life had situations where friends would be like, I think you two would be good together. Mm-hmm. And it really rocked me where I was yes. like, you feel like we would vibe. I don't think you know me and I don't know how close we can be anymore if you think that like our personalities would gel. Yes. And then it could get weird. Then it could be like, oh, can you talk to them? They're not responding to me. Can you can you reach out to them and ask them why they didn't like me? It, it, it can get so weird. That's a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Let them find their own way. Never hook up a friend. It's weird. I get very nervous doing it. I've only done it a handful of times yeah. where I feel like pretty stinking confident. You better be careful because it could get weird for but, either party. Yeah, I felt where I've done it. It's been successful a few times, but where I'm like, uh, I know this person so well. I know like going in, I'm like, I know for a fact that at least the first date will be good. Yes. I can't promise you. I'm not going to tell a friend. I know you guys will be really good together, but I can tell somebody, I think you guys would hit it off the first You're dealing round. With two parties too. You're dealing with two different people that could possibly have an issue with you. Not because of it. It's That's not true. one. That's true. It's like, Oh, hooking two friends up means they both could hate you. <laughs> so <laughs> don't do true. it. <laughs> 
That's very true. That's very true. Yes. Well, we love you guys. We love you so uh, much. Have an amazing uh, two days, and we'll see you in a couple of days. Yeah, we'll see y'all on Friday. Yes. And um, yeah, have a good day. Have a good night. Have Deep a good... breaths. Oh. Oh, vibe. oh my gosh. We love you. And can't wait for next week for Mendel. Mendel. But do it on Friday. We'll see you in a couple of days. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.